Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 89. Uh, Today's topic is Narcos. We have um, finished up our Narcos Marathon. I have enjoyed this weekend. I hope you guys have enjoyed the recaps, enjoyed the show. Um, whew, Narcos Mexico, they went out with a banger. <laughs> this season was so strong. Um, I cannot wait to do my episode where we talk about the whole Narcos franchise, you know, compare Colombia to Mexico. Um, we'll get to that soon. I'm just going to go ahead and break down 9 and 10 so we can conclude the series of this weekend. I have enjoyed doing. Um, Hope you guys checked out the rest of them. Real quick, don't forget you can follow me on my social media platforms. It's Alicia Shanice for Facebook, Alicia Shanice Reviews for IG. And you can follow those good music playlists on Spotify if you type in Shanice Loves. My picture will pop up and you will see all of my music playlists. This was a strong season. Let's go ahead and talk Narcos Mexico. Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. Okay, so this episode is nine titled The Reckoning. Uh, we see the uh, Ariano, Ariano Felix family, they took another shot at Mayo. It opens with them hanging one of uh, their men. And it actually, oh, this was a gruesome. And Mayo like, you know, hey, it has a sign saying, you know, Tijuana belongs to us and we're coming for you. So whew, the war is getting strong. We also uh, go to the next scene and we see Hector Pomaguero. He's running from the cops. He crashes. <laughs> he crashes because he's not paying attention. He, he's looking back, laughing at the other cops and crash. And he gets taken in and booked and united with Chapo. Chapo is happy to see him, but Dionito is looking like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I was confused. I'm like, why Dionito don't want to see Hector Palmer? But then we go into the next scene, and Mayo, he goes to see Amato. He goes to see him for more products and move through Tijuana. Due to, you know, they have been hit, and the military plazas is hitting everybody except Horace. At first, I didn't know where they were going with that, but we seen why. So, you know, Amato tells him no. Uh, he tells him tells him to use what he has because things have gotten too loud and then he needs it to calm down. So, you know, Mayo accepts that and, and leaves. Um, <clears throat> we get into the next scene and I love Amato. He was one of my favorite characters out of Narcos um, Mexico. But his brother, every scene he had, he gave me like the chills. Like he was just... <laughs> <laughs> so creepy and then I think I felt bad for Victor as well and every time they were around each other it would just get like real intense and I was thinking oh they're going to catch on to him any minute now 
And, you know, uh, he sees uh, Victor putting something in his truck, looks like a tracking device or something. And he gets kind of skeptical, asking him some questions, telling him not to touch his truck anymore. And but then he just ends up asking about the girl who um, serves him drinks, whose name is Lucia. So that was like a close call. We also see the kid, he's sitting there listening to tapes um, for Walt to identify voices on there so they can um, track down. They're looking for Benjamin. So that's all they have their mind on. We also see next, Andrea is still putting in work. She notices a lady named Sophia. She is doing the banking for the cartel. She goes and does all the drops and over the finances. So she's putting two and two together, thinking that she will lead them to um, Carlos Hank Gonzalez. But it was actually the opposite of that. We also, child, we see uh, Carlos Hank Gonzalez. He's on, he, he's, he's on top of his game. He knows Amato has been uh, moving the money around. Remember, he was uh, transferring large sums of money, uh, so he wouldn't know. But he's on to it, and he lets him know, like, uh, your girlfriend, the Cuban in Havana? Oh, yeah, she's getting protected by two bodyguards. Oh, yeah, we know all about it. Um, if I'm going to send some men down and check some stuff out, and if anything is wrong, Oh, you'll find her in the middle of the street. So, you know, that makes Amato panic. And but he tells him, play if you want to. You know, he tells Amato, play if you want to. At that point, it looks like he has one up on him. But, you know, Amato was always 10 steps ahead of the game. So we get into the next scene and we see Victor. Him and his partner, they take some man deep out in the desert, shoot him down. But his partner can tell something is up with him lately and it seems like the missing girls it is weighing down on him with his marriage with his life with everything that's mainly what it is but also he's working with DEA and he's so gun hold on wanting to find um the the man who was committing these murders and it's putting a lot of other things at risk because that's the only reason why he's working with DEA to find out this information. So we get into the next scene. And Walt ends up learning about Benjamin's daughter's illness. And, you know, that narrows things down with the illnesses she has to where they can, you know, put some on his trail where they can search him throughout the hospital. So that puts a closer trail on them. He goes and talks to the kid and the kid gives him more information about how she has seizures and everything. So we see Don Nito. He's in jail, but he's starting to get into Chapo's ear about Palma and telling him like he is not the boss that's going to take you to the next level. You need the boss up and man up. And we see Chapo slur slowly becoming that boss in there. And just from where Narcos Mexico started and we see him just being the straight underdog kid, especially in a very first episode when he was the driver for Miguel Felix's original boss. And remember, he almost lost his life that night. Miguel Felix saved him in a car. He was the driver. And just to be that kid and look at where, you know, we ended at. Um, we also see um, Victor. 
He's still meeting with Jaime, trading information, but not really getting anything out of it. It seems like Jaime and them, they're getting all the information on Vicente, but this man, he is not getting anything really to help him even closer to finding out what's going on with the missing girls. The tags that he wrote down, they led to a stolen car that didn't even match. It was a Dodge, not a Cadillac. So, hmm. That was a lot. We see um, Marta, she still has the guards watching her in Cuba. And one of the guards was connected to uh, Carlos Hank Gonzalez. So <clears throat> that was that was intense. We also see tension is growing with Chapo. He's starting to let Don Nito get in his ear and Palma is starting to get on his nerves. So he's starting to hear everything Don Nito is saying and he's going to have to step up and he's not going to be able to do that with Palma still thinking that he's the leader and calling the shots because Chapo got a lot of stuff done with Mayo with them just working together. So um, and remember in season two, they always said Palma wasn't, you know, he was a lovable guy, a good guy, but he wasn't a good leader. And they were saying that uh, when all the stuff was going on um, right before they, they murdered his wife, when they were going through that and they had found this conversation with uh, Pablo Acosta. <clears throat> but Chapo was loyal to him. I'll give him that. He was loyal. Like if it wasn't for Chapo, he probably would have been dead in season two from how they played it in the show. I know it went different from that in real life. Uh, we see that they they actually switched up a lot in season two. Um, they uh they switched up a lot in here. Um, we'll we'll talk about that on that bonus episode I do. Um, because it's one thing I wish they would have put in here, but you know it's only so much you can do in ten episodes, and then you know you got to be careful uh, with all of this. Um, but we see, um. It was just a lot of, uh, this was an intense, like episode nine was totally intense. Like we see a model plan works when, um, they send a man in there to audit the money to make sure everything is there. And they had to move money from the Cali fund. We see, um, when they walk the man to the back, Vicente, he does what he does and, you know, kills him <laughs> we also see they killed the the bodyguard who was there watching marta and she gets away because you know they're trying to escape to chile and that makes me think of uh <laughs> when they mentioned chile of the, this whole last two episodes i was thinking about narcos colombia um that is where uh, cockroach came from when he brought the the cocaine over there to pablo when they got everything started so every time they mentioned chile it made me think of cockroach um we also seen um it was just a lot of intense scenes here uh mom is towards the end of this episode we see wasp what is pissed because you know, Benjamin is not there when they make it in there and raid raid in on them. And the the wife, Benjamin's wife, was not playing. She was trying to whack that ass with that <laughs> with that pen. And I was mad at her because Walt pissed me off. And I normally like Walt. Walt pissed me off messing with baby Ruth like that. If you don't leave that baby alone and go sit your grumpy ass down, I understand you want her daddy, but he like, where's Papa? Where's your dad? I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, leave her alone. Shit made me mad but you know um so we get into the next scene 
<sighs> Damn, General Rebello. I liked it, General Rebello. Y'all remember a couple episodes back? I was like, he's just a straight, narrow guy. He wants to get it. <laughs> Damn, I was wrong. <laughs> General Rebella, I thought he was straight arrow, but Andrea is on it. She connects him with the woman who has been uh, doing accounts with Citibank and tracked it back to how she was connected to uh, one of his uh, guys who was in his base and he ended up dead murdered. So it's just a lot. It was a lot going on with him. And he's he's been working for um, strictly through a motto basically helping him take out his competition so when mayo was saying you know the military's been hitting each each plaza except yours we see why so also um victor he confesses to his wife because when he walks in the home one night late she's thinking that he's been out cheating but actually he's obsessed with finding out who's been murdering these girls so you know he confesses and she tells him like you have to stop before you get yourself killed so um walt goes back to the base after he is called by jame like get your ass back to um el paso you haven't heard what's going on because now everything is leaked about the general rebello and the cnia is in there and they are tearing everything apart to make sure you know it doesn't look bad for the up top bosses because he was supposed to be like this guy they brought in who was supposed to be on the top of the top to stop the war on drugs and to basically be the same savior so they are tearing it up it just looks like it's fire everywhere they're burning all the documents all the classified information and what is pissed he is hurt he busts in there and he's like is it true and you know general said he tries to tell him like look you don't know how it's played down here sometimes you gotta do what you and he ain't trying to hear that he like f you he is pissed but all he could think about is getting that kid out of there and everything that they put him through even though the kid wasn't innocent because remember he set up for the other cops to get murdered when they did the ambush when he called walk originally and they were out killing a lot of people when they were just the narco juniors you know acting like baby gangsters but so he wasn't innocent but he was you know dogged out he was tortured but he goes to get him he gets him out of there um this was like a really chilling part of this episode when we seen the real news footage of general um rebello getting arrested and we see uh former president clinton on there talking about everything that's going on in the corruption we see real news footage talking about amato we see amato's real picture on there where his face was plastered and uh, they had the you know known as the lord of the skies so this was like a really really big deal and you know i wanted to see more but they started this off in 1993, the early 90s, basically. Uh, and they ended with like, you know, all the way up to 98, 97. So they put in as much as they could into 10 episodes. So it was very well done. But, you know, I love Narcos. So I wasn't ready for it to end. But that was my recap of nine. Now, when we get to episode 10, Life in Wartime, baby. Whew. It opens up and we're seeing more real news footage. We see, um, you know, how they're just talking about how with the general being arrested, it shook 
everything up. And he was like sold to everybody on Mexico side, on the U.S. side as the savior, you know, and he had been authorized to high classify information from the U.S. and everything. So this was crazy. And we see like real news footage everywhere. It made every high end politician, law enforcement look corrupt. And, you know, they say to be a politician, you got to have some corruption in you. I don't care who you is. Um, we also see Amato. He is like the most famous trafficker at that time alive. I mean, his face is plastered everywhere. And that's what made him do what he set out to do. Um, we also see uh, the Cadillac approaches the woman leaving the factory. But Victor is close behind. And, you know, he's trailing now. And we see Walt has the kid in San Diego. So he gets him back to San Diego because he's going to testify and, you know, help them out. And he cares about him because he's been spending his time with him. And then he realized everything that he that he set out to do, he was working for the bad guy the whole time. While he had his heart set on um, catching the motto, General Rebello was doing everything to protect the motto, basically you know, where they was just going to get Benjamin. They was all right getting Benjamin, but that's that's what Plaza, he, he you know, he picked the side. Amato, you know, he was he was working for Amato. We also see... <laughs> Child. Chapo bossed up. Chapo bossed up towards the end of the series. Um, he's, uh, he got the the guards to pack up Palmer's cell to get him transferred out of there but at first he does it to where he lets Palmer give an order so he can think he's still in charge at first um and it was sad because I liked it I liked Hector Palmer as well but you know you need that business you got to do what you got to do uh, we also see that the military is gone. So with them being gone and backed up off the plazas now, uh, the Ari uh, Ariano Felix family, they're back. And they, they're back stronger than ever. Benjamin's back home and they're back and they're about to set some examples. So we, um, <clears throat> we see Amato gets ambushed and this was a hell of a gun battle. He barely got away when he was on that plane and they shot that plane up if, by, I know, the history of what happened to him, I would have thought he was about to get be dead. But, you know, he got, he barely got away, but he lost a lot of his men as well um, <clears throat> during that battle. Uh, we also see um, the kid, he's sitting there eating him some Domino's pizza. Him and Watt, they're building a friendship. And he tells them, you know, the investigators will be coming. They're going to ask you questions about the marks on your arm, about how long we had you in custody. And he agrees, you know, he'll like, I'll do say whatever you want to say. This wasn't your fault. You've been kind to me. I just want to see my mom. And Watt is telling him, like, no, you cannot go back to Tijuana now. As soon as you step in Tijuana, that family is going to have you murdered. You won't last five minutes. So he's trying to talk to him. He says, okay, and, and Walt leaves. But I kind of seen, I'm like, when he get back, that kid ain't going to be there. So we go into the next scene and we see Amato on the phone with Marta about the, um, who was getting ready for Chile. And <clears throat> it shows the real news footage. Every time I seen his face, I just got chills. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's showing his face all over. And he's telling her, like, look, 
I don't know when I'll be there, but you need to get on the plane. You need to do what we talked about and you need to go. Everything is set up over there for you. You need to go. I'll be, I'm, I'm, let me take care of this because he knows, you know, no matter what, he has the money, you know, to do what he has to do. But the people he crossed is going to be hard to, to live that way. So we seen where he was going and why he was trying to, to, to make this move. Um, we also see, um, <clears throat> Victor finally comes face to face with the killer. He catches up with the Cadillac. The man gets out. He has him, uh, take off his shirt and you see all the marks with the girls, you know, putting up a fight and he shoots him down and the girls run off. So it's like a relief when he does that. And then it goes to walk and he goes to get Alex and the kid has completely vanished. He's gone. He he left. He probably went to Tijuana to see his mother. And we see, <laughs> we go back to the prison and chop old and bossed up. He and he didn't got Palmer transfer. Palmer come over there talking shit, and he like you'll always be a part of Sinaloa. <laughs> and Don Nito even like kid, you did what you had to do. He like no. Nah. I know you out too, Donnie. <laughs> you can transfer too. It's a nice prison. Send me a postcard. <laughs> and I was just like, damn, Donnie was gone. But they say, um, they say even when he was in prison, Donnie ran ran stuff. Uh, I want to say he's out on house arrest now. Uh, he's out. But um, they say he he ran stuff from the docks. I've watched and interviews I've watched about uh the Guadalajara cartel. But that was man, Chapo was not playing, and he he got played too. He got played right along with him. But I guess to become that boss, he had to become to become that man to be in charge of a cartel you gotta you know i guess cross people you know to get, i don't know <laughs> but anyway we get into the next scene and uh <clears throat> this was messed up uh victor and you know he's happy he he felt like he did what he had to do. He killed that man. But when he's driving, he sees that he comes up on a crime scene and he's seen it's been more bodies. It was like seven women. And now they're putting together that it's more than one killer because he killed that man and they seen it was one more body left there fresh this morning. So here's my thing. I didn't know where they were going with this. I wanted more closure because I'm like, what? You know, you guys have brought this up throughout the whole season what is going on and I knew it had to have been a big deal for them to have the girls in the opening and it was much deeper than what you know I was just thinking it was like a serial killer I knew it had to have been something important but this was really really sad and you know they said a lot of these women were killed and it was a big part of the machine and they were killed because they were women um they even started like this femicide group so i'm gonna do some research on that because i had never heard of that that was really really sad and they had it in there that had in there that in the 90s it was hundreds of women bodies they found and they were all connected to like the factory and it still happens to this day and you know i was wondering like hey where are they going with this and i didn't know if this was like was it really a real victor or was this to just bring in to connect it to him helping 
getting Facente locked up and writing in the story of this happening in the 90s. So I didn't know anything about this. I just got done watching it. Uh, so I didn't have a chance to look it up and see. I had wanted to get, get this episode out tonight. But I'm definitely going to uh, research that. That was really, really, really deep and really sad, really heartbreaking. So um, <clears throat> we get and we see um, soon as uh, Alex made it back to Tijuana, the um, Felix family had his body hung from the overpass, just like his brother. Um, draws left on one sock uh, hung. Very, very sad. Uh, we also see, um, Walt meets up with, uh, Andrea and, you know, he tells her everything. He tells her everything. He tells her everything about the boy, about working with the general things that they went through in this operation. And she, she, she prints it. Uh, we see Amato goes to the hospital and when he got there and he was looking out the window, looking at the phone, I knew that part was coming up eventually, but it didn't show it right there. Uh, it went to the journalist. He printed up the story about the Felix family and as him, the, the boss, he was the supervisor. I want to say his name was Mr. Sagiano. I could be mispronouncing it or have it mixed up, but uh, I know it was Mr. S. It started with an S. And when they were at the light, I'm like, oh, no, because I liked it, him. And he wasn't about no bull. And, oh, my God, I knew it. They got out, uh, got the blast in him. And the guy who was in a car with him, the guy in a car with him got a shot out. And they killed the David Barron dude and took him out. And when it first started, when this series first started this season, I liked it, the David Barron guy. But as the, as the season went on, mm -mm. But he got took out and he was like one of their high ranking Sicarios. Um, it goes to show that over 40 journalists were murdered in the 90s for telling the truth and getting that story out. And I, I can definitely believe that. We've seen that in Colombia. You know, you wrote something about Pablo. He was out of there. Um, <clears throat> we see uh, Victor. He ends up getting murdered by his partner for working with the DEA. And that just made me more intrigued. I was like, well, did they have his character in there to tie those two knots, uh, you know, tie the the women into the story and uh, helping lock Vicente up? Or I, I didn't know. I wanted more out of that by they had just introduced us to Victor. Uh, he was working in Horace. That's where most of the women were found out, were found, their bodies were found. So I don't know. I just wanted more of that. I guess I had to research that to see if he was based off a real person. But um, yeah, he was murdered uh, by his partner for working with the DEA. 1997, July. Amato, his heart gave out during plastic surgery. His babe, she made it to Chile. She did make it out. Um, it goes to show they said that was just like a, a end of an era right there when his heart gave out and he passed away. Um, when, when Jaime and, and, uh, and Walt were talking later and they were saying how the two surgeons who, um, 
did the surgery end up murdered and they didn't find any corpse or whatever i was like did he get away <laughs> you know what i'm saying like did he I, I don't know but i'm just like you know hey that would have been you know who knows but it seemed like that was something fishy there but uh the journalist did end up murdered and they did end up murdered and uh damn if he would have got away with that face surgery though Man, that that would have been legend. It would have been legend. Um, uh, Carlos Hank Gonzalez, he died in 2001. It was an investigation done on him in 1998, but he got it shut down because he was still so powerful. So by the time he died, he still had power. He had never really been really found out. Uh, probably just a lot of assumption, but no proof. Um, we also see Raymond. He uh, told Adenina about Mayo that he had word where he was at. She sent him out to go do it, and when he was there, Mayo sent his his guys dressed as cops. And um, I knew it was a Sinaloa when I seen those boots. And they shot the cops down. Of course, uh, the guys dressed like cops. And um, gun down Raymond. Uh, we seen in a documentary it didn't play out like that, but he was going looking for a Sinaloan, but it was Chapo, not Mayo. That's what they had in the documentary, at least. Um, and that was in two thousands. Uh, I want to say what that's two thousand two. Um, so they probably just had to write that in there. Um, you you could tell they kind of had to rush a lot in because I wanted to show that Chapo escaping out of a tunnel. <laughs> you know, so I wanted to see more of a lot but they kind of had to rush that in there and like I said I get it. it I'm not complaining at all this was a really strong season and a great way to end the Narcos franchise but um it's a good thing we watched the documentary you know so we also see um you know they're Jaime and uh, Walt sitting there talking about the war on drugs. There ain't no war on drugs. We didn't went over that in plenty of documentaries. So, <clears throat> you know, they're just pissed. And I get it because it seemed like the DEA was really trying to stop stuff. That's a whole nother conversation. Most of them got straight fucked, you know, either murdered, um, just trying to do their job and steady getting railroaded in a lot of frustration. So they might have took the, you know, another way to them getting put on a desk for the rest of their career so I could definitely understand their frustration especially after what they went through with Kiki and now how everything came out you know allegedly off the the CIA with all the talks there so um we also see um Mayo he goes to the prison him and Chapo talk future is Sinaloa they say so um that was really good to see but I wish they would have showed Chapo at least getting out the tunnel for that first time when he escaped after they signed the um the bill for extradition um we also see it ends with Marta living in Chile living good a model set her up nice she had two glasses I was like uh Okay, <laughs> but that was my recap of Narcos Mexico. I hope you guys enjoyed this weekend with me. I've enjoyed it. I had fun. We did another marathon. So on that note, I'm going to go ahead and log off. It's your girl Shanice and I'm out.
Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice. 